Hey guys, it's Amaya and Delilah, and today you're listening to the very first episode of Unscripted Realities. For today's episode, we'll be talking about the importance of hair in the black community. To start off this episode, we watched a documentary on Netflix called Good Hair. So I just want to talk like a little bit about the history of hair in the black community. Like, you know, in many African societies, braid patterns and hairstyles indicate a person's community, age, marital status, wealth, power, social position, and religion. And, you know, during the times of slavery, enslaved Africans used cornrows to transfer and create maps to leave plantations and the home of their captors. This act of using hair as a tool for resistance is said to have been evident like across like most of South um South America. Do you like have anything to add? So evidently hair in the black community is very it's it's, it's important. It's, it's like, like of the utmost importance. Yes. This is why like so many black girls and black boys mm-hmm. care about their hair because it's a part of their identity it shapes yeah. them as they grow up and even the experiences they have right like the hair industry is a billion dollar industry like that yes. is that just amazes me because a lot of a lot of our money is just being poured into our hair yes you know that's just that's crazy to me but um so more about the documentary mm-hmm. i think that like what stood out to me the most would probably be like the importance of relaxers um why did i say relaxers <laughs> like that i'm like relaxers <laughs> yeah so um there was this one thing that this young girl said mm-hmm. when she was asked the question why should people get relaxers mm-hmm. and she said you're supposed to get a perm. And yeah, I know that part, that part like absolutely just broke my heart because she's being taught that at such a young age. She's only six years old. She's still developing. Exactly. And it's like, it's being ingrained in our minds. Like that's, that's our mentality. Mm-hmm. And it's focused on like good hair. And I honestly believe that all hair is good hair. No particular hairstyle should be considered good hair you know Mm -hmm. um but i just i think we should talk about like what a relaxer is before we continue like talking about it okay so a hair relaxer it straightens hair by penetrating the cuticle and the cortex layers of the hair shaft to loosen the natural curl pattern and this process leaves the hair weak brittle and prone to breakage it can even burn your skin and cause permanent damage to the scalp and lead to hair loss um do you have like anything else to add about that or well most people when they get a relaxer they don't know that it's damaging their hair they just think that it's taking away the curls but Mm -hmm. the curl with it grows out of your hair shaft so in a way you're damaging that as well yes you are and you're taking away the protein inside of your hair strand and people just think oh my hair straight no no you're changing the like the biological i I know i get what you mean though and i just want to add the relaxer is made from sodium hydroxide just inhaling it will damage your lungs Mm -hmm. so imagine what it'll do to your scalp like it is burning your scalp and over time, it has to get worse. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, I just want to talk about my personal experience. I honestly don't know if mine was a relaxer or a texturizer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, my mom, she's Mexican. She, mm-hmm. like, she doesn't know much about black hair. And I was probably around seven or eight years old. I didn't know what was happening. We just thought that it was a product for my hair that would make my hair curly. We didn't read it. Maybe we should have read the instructions. Maybe yeah. we should have, like, taken a better look at the box. But, you know, she put that in my hair. And honestly, I don't even remember, like, it burning or anything. Um, But all I remember is when she washed it out, my hair was dry. Mm-hmm. It was dry, it was straight, it was brittle, and it definitely was prone to breakage. And honestly, I don't know how my hair was able to bounce back. I have I have no idea how it was able to bounce back. But I am, like, so glad that it did, you know? And honestly, like, you know, I love my hair. And, like, in order to preserve it, I need to protect it. I need to take care of it. Um, mm-hmm. Amaya, have you ever had a relaxer? No, I have never had a relaxer. Or my sister. Neither one of us have had a relaxer. But with me, my hair, well, if you don't know, I have alopecia. Mm -hmm. So my hair and my scalp is already very sensitive. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't pull it hard because it'll break easily. So my mom has never put a relaxer in my hair. Because she knows that it will damage it. Mm-hmm. So I've never had a relaxer, but I've had to deal with my hair falling out at a very yeah. young age, which as a black girl, if your hair was short, you mm-hmm. get called bald-headed, you get called a boy, you yeah. get called all these names. That yeah. was yeah. really rude. Yeah. And I just, like, I find it so interesting how we, like, shame each other for our hair. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, I can't rip my head Yes, that. And I honestly, I I never had to deal with that because, like, you know, my hair was always long, curly, defined, whatever you want to call it. So I never, like, had to experience that. Yes, definitely. Um, I feel like I have had to experience that because, you know, like, um, we didn't really know how to manage my hair with mm-hmm. it being so prone to breakage and the texture it is. And in the black community, there's defi- definitely a bias towards mm-hmm. 4C hair. Yeah. Compared to 3... 3B, 3C. Yes. Um, they see 4C hair as unmanageable, Nappy. dry, n- non-professional. Mm-hmm. And people and, tend to lean towards yeah. 3C. And honestly... Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's fine. Um, like, honestly, but not even just 4C hair is seen as un- unprofessional. Like, even 3B, like, mm-hmm. they want our hair to be straight. And that that irks me so much, how mm-hmm. only straight hair is seen as professional. That is not true. And I feel like we need to change that. So when I see people wearing, like, their afros or wearing their dreadlocks or wearing braids to work, that makes me so happy mm-hmm. because we're changing the narrative. And, like, you know, how we were talking about that one girl that said that um, we're supposed to get a perm, like, from a young age. I, you know, I just find it so, like, so sad, so upsetting that we had to learn how to love our hair. Even when I was younger, 
all I like all I um ever dreamt for was having straight hair. I would tell my mama I I'd rather have your hair than mine. Mm-hmm. I used to hate my hair. I was like, "Oh, it gets too puffy. It's too curly." I just I don't know why, but it's just something that's I guess ingrained in us. And then, you know, my freshman year, I attend a predominantly white school. And, you know, people were talking about my hair, saying, oh, her hair is too puffy. I would hate to have her hair. And, you know, that just, that made me have, like, even more hatred for my hair. Mm -hmm. Because, especially going from an environment where everybody wanted my hair, like, because before Mm -hmm. that, we we were at a predominantly Mm -hmm. black Black school. school. So everybody was, like, touching my hair and so obsessed with it. So going from that environment to my school where people are like just have straight hair you know it was definitely a different like an eye-opening experience and for the rest of my freshman year I just had my hair in a lower ponytail Mm -hmm. I was just and that messed up my hair too because it was just being all of it was being pulled Pulled back back, pulled back all the time in a tight ponytail I would get headaches from Mm -hmm. how tight my ponytail was and because that's what was seen as acceptable and I absolutely hate that you know right now I don't care I love my hair (laughs) like oh well um you know and my hair is down and I I still don't like it being puffy Mm -hmm. but honestly I'm more open to it and I also like before like I pass it on to you yeah I um just want to add that like one day I am probably gonna get my hair straightened but I'm not in a rush for it like when I was younger I was like as soon as I get the chance I'm gonna flat iron it but right now I'm fine with my hair and I'm not like as in a rush to do it yeah with me I remember whenever I would go over my grandmother's house I would always get my hair flat ironed I would Mm -hmm. get my hair flat ironed so often it was very long and beautiful but then we just started to notice that my hair was breaking off and it was getting shorter. Mm-hmm. So then I had to go completely natural, so no flat ironing or anything. So for me, I was learning how to do my hair in middle school. So 7th, mm-hmm. 8th grade, Delilah knows this. I would wear twists yep. to school. <laughs> they were very short. It mm-hmm. looked like I had... Um, like locks yeah in my hair and coming to high school was kind of different for me because it seemed like everyone around me already knew what to do with their hair Mm -hmm. like everyone had big not big hair but long loose hair Mm -hmm. and of course there were other girls who had the same texture as me but like knowing that like sometimes I wouldn't be able to put my hair in a certain hairstyle Mm mm-hmm because of my alopecia so it's just like it's hard to figure out where you want to be if that makes sense because like your hair shapes your face Mm -hmm. it makes you look a certain way because like even if your hair is messed up people Mm -hmm. will judge you for that yeah but if your hair is all done you know people will have a certain like you know opinion of you Mm -hmm. your first impressions are everything so if you come in with your hair messed up people are obviously going to think some negative things about you 
Um, I also want to add that, you know, since my mama put that relaxer in my hair at such a young age, neither one of us knew what to do with it. Um, I also want to say, like, I have, like, no idea. Like, I'm a little (laughs) ignorant on this topic. But, you know, I don't, I've never gotten my hair braided. Um, Mm -hmm. I've never been inside a hair salon. (laughs) Never. Never? Never. Like, I've never gotten my hair braided, never gotten my hair flat ironed. So I don't know how wigs work or, like, how weaves work or how any of that <laughs> works. And I am a little embarrassed to say that because I feel like as as a black woman, mm-hmm. I should know about this. So I am, like, trying to educate myself about that. Um, well, I don't think it's all that bad that you don't know about it like me on the other hand i'm the complete opposite yeah, like, you know everything i had a, a wig at a young age and i remember this woman in target came up to me she's like i love your wig oh i don't know about me but i feel like that's rude like no i'm like that was rude like she was i was a young i was probably not even 10 mm-hmm. and she was a grown adult and she was came up to me i love your wig and, like, I don't know, maybe she was trying to be, like, supportive, I don't know, but you were dealing with alopecia, too. Yeah, so it was kind of like, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like going up to a black girl mm-hmm. and saying, I love your wig, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like it's kind of rude. No, it is, it absolutely is. Because, and, like, you know, since we were talking about how I am not educated in the topic, like, you know, mm-hmm. so many, like, well, your story... So many white people are uneducated about our hair. And not just white people, just like other people that are not, not black, black are uneducated on how to deal with black hair. Yes, I um, agree. So, I mean, honestly, do you think that that's something that should be like of common knowledge? Because it, I, I don't know why, but I just thought about um, how on the news, this one guy, I don't know if you saw the video, um, he told his um, colleague... He said something about her her wig or her weave and um you know she was embarrassed on national television i don't have I, you seen that i think i know what you're talking and, you about and you know both of them just laughed it off like no that's not okay yeah that's, that's not, not okay. okay you know you shouldn't be commenting on, on her hair anyway because yeah. i'm pretty sure he got a bald spot or something <laughs> she's not calling him out on that definitely like people don't understand and i i don't think we can assume I mean, expect for it to be common knowledge because, I mean, there's so much that goes yeah, into black hair. Like, girls will be like, oh my gosh, your hair grew overnight. Mm-hmm. How did you do that? And I would just nod my head and be like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm using this great oil oh my that my mom makes. Uh-uh. Or, I know, like, we all have that one teacher. It's probably a history teacher that's like, I love your hair today. Really? Yes. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. one teacher. I would go up to my school to get muffins. I know this random. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, I love your hair. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. This is kind of random, but during swim class, mm-hmm. like, I was kind of jealous. I will admit, because, you know. I have black hair. Like, you would see the black girls coming in with their hair products for swim mm-hmm. because they knew they had to wash that chlorine out of yeah. their hair and do their hair. But then the other girls would, you know, blow dry it, brush it, put it in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
I could never do that. Mm-mm. It would look horrendous. It would look terrible. Yes. That's why I don't really like swimming in pools because of the chlorine. I'm just like, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much work. Um, so I was just thinking, um, we could talk about our hair routines because our hair is so different. I have 3B. You have... I feel like I have... Like 4? Four. 4A? Four, I feel like you have 4A. I definitely don't have 4B mm-hmm. or 4C. No. It's like towards the end of 3C, 4A because if my hair is dry... Then it'll look different, but if my hair is moisturized, I feel like it's 3C, mm-hmm. 4A type. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for me on a normal day, I'll just, um, if I'm wearing my hair down, the, I use Cantu, and Amaya hates that. Don't <laughs> she, use Cantu. She's on the Cantu, <laughs> Cantu bandwagon. Um, but I use, uh, there's like a curling cream, mm-hmm. and then after the curling cream, I use the styling cream. And then after that, um, I have, like, this um, hair butter. And then um, those are the three products that I use. Obviously, I have a spray bottle. And then I just use a Denman brush. And those are, like, the, the that's everything that I use. And my hair is all curly and defined. And it's it looks good. Well, no, I'm sorry. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're, but we're but <laughs> I'm satisfied with the end result, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but you, I know you have, like, you put in a lot more work to do your hair. Yes. I don't know. I'm still figuring out how to do my hair. I don't know if I can just put product in it and go on with my day, but I have not been able to do that so yeah. far. So, I usually do a twist out or a braid out with um, Cream of Nature, mm-hmm. their honey line, and I'll just do the LCO method. method uh-huh. Leave in cream oil yeah and i'll just wear braid out put in a puff repeat mm-hmm. and honestly i used to do the lco method but it just it didn't really do much for my hair mm-hmm. um so i just stopped doing that um but when i wash my hair i um i have like a little routine that i developed and it works for me mm-hmm. so um i don't have like a particular shampoo or conditioner that i use but um after i get out the shower i have a detangler and then i have um a a leave-in i split my hair into four sections braid them and then i um, put a shower cap on put my heat cap on leave it on for like 30 minutes and then after that i have a hair mask and it leaves my hair feeling so moisturized Mm -hmm. so um defined and i'm happy with like the the end result do you have like a routine when you get out the shower um i'm not i would consider delilah more of a lazy natural than me but my wash routine isn't as detailed as hers like i feel like ours are the opposite like my (laughs) not you calling me a lazy natural (laughs) my wash routine is literally shampoo condition maybe deep condition put in a mask if my hair is dry so okay we gotta get back to this why you calling me a lazy natural I just feel like <laughs> with your hair routine. Are you talking about like the way that I style my hair? Is yeah, like you don't. I can't braid for the life of me. You don't comb it through. What do you mean I don't comb it through? Like you were, you were, you just put it on the top, like what? 
I mean, like, distribute I the product. You, I, like, I you remember I told you I did each strand? Oh, and you were oh like, no, no, that ain't gonna work for me. Uh-uh. So, Every strand of my... Yeah. I'm I sorry. I sure. can't. Like, I just... If it get if it reaches it, then it reaches it. Oh, well, like... I'm the opposite. Like, wash my hair, shampoo condition, maybe deep condition, maybe mask. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am with my natural hair. But there's a lot of things that goes into natural hair. See, you can't just put things into your hair. You have to know your hair porosity. Oh, yeah. So, like, low porosity versus high, high porosity. porosity. Low porosity meaning, which is what I have... Meaning it's hard for your hair to bring in moisture. The shafts on your hair follicle are very close and high porosity is the opposite. They're very mm-hmm. open. And honestly, uh, it's just managing curly hair. It's just trial and error. You just got to find the best products that are for you. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I like having it because it's very versatile. Mm-hmm. If we want to have it straight, we, we can. can. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, I I love my hair. I would not trade it for anything in me the world. Me either. Because it's what defines me. Mm-hmm. It has shaped, like, it has shaped who I am. And in a way, it shaped who you are, too. De- definitely. definitely shaped you. <laughs> for real. Um, yeah, so this is our first episode. We we hope you enjoyed it. Um, so just stay tuned for updates. Uh, do you have anything to add? You can follow us on our Instagram at Unscripted Realities, where we will be doing many updates on our episodes. Thank you.